Hello. Welcome to Discovering Jazz, where you and I together discover great music, picking up information to keep jazz old and new alive. My name is Larry Sademan, here in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, sponsored by Peterborough Independent Podcasters. And a Happy New Year to everybody! This is the beginning of what will likely be a few episodes, taking up at least the month of January on the best jazz of 2023, according to experts. These experts are mostly reviewers who have studied and listened to a lot of jazz albums, plus a few who are better known as musicians. Going through bits of all these albums can feel pretty exhausting, especially when I hear hundreds of unrecognizable self-written compositions that feel so indistinguishable from each other. But that's probably just my own overwhelm talking. But in the middle of it, when I come up with one that takes me to a different place and warms my heart, I want to shout it from the rooftops. That's what happened when I heard the whole Billy Childs album called The Winds of Change. From that album, here is The Master of the Game with trumpeter Ambrose Akinmusier, bassist Scott Colley, and drummer Brian Blade, pianist and composer Billy Childs.
Billy Childs, the master of the game. And loving Ambrose Akinmusier's trumpet on that one. Mostly Billy Childs' original compositions, but a couple well-known jazz standards too, like his amazing version of Chick Corea's Crystal Silence, which I hope to play during one of these episodes on the best albums of 2023. I'm still going through various reviewers' lists, 80 of them as of December 29th, and finding that there's such an incredible variety in this music that is so often referred to as jazz. And there's a lot of it that doesn't sound anything like what we all used to call jazz. I'm only playing some of those particular recordings, the ones that might be called free jazz, ambient, techno, or a few other names. And here's a Canadian album that didn't get that many mentions, but one reviewer called it one of the best of the year. It's saxophonist Colin Stetson and his latest, which he titles When We Were That What Wept for the Sea. Another reviewer and longtime Stetson fan said, I have yet to see a single person replicate or even attempt to replicate the sound Stetson has created. Unquote. Much of it comes as a result of what has been called circular breathing, and he has his own brand of minimalist jazz. For this particular track, one of the shorter ones on the album, called Passage, the reviewer states the plucking sound begins to come in, with quite possibly one of Stetson's most somber, relaxing, and comforting melodies of all time, Colin Stetson.
Montreal's Colin Stetson, Passage. Let's go to something that might sound more familiar and an album that I enjoyed listening to in its entirety. Something I often find hard to do given the number of new releases in 2023 and given my own time limitations. His name's Oren Evans and he's a poet from Philadelphia, formerly part of The Bad Plus. His latest album is called The Red Door, and on this track, he utilizes the talents of a great vocalist, one who often tours with trumpeter Chris Botti, named Cy Smith. Here is their rendition of Amazing Grace.
Orrin Evans. First name spelled O-R-R-I-N with singer Cy C-Y Smith with Robert Hurst on bass and Marvin Smitty Smith drums. Now for an album that many reviewers are placing in their top albums of 2023 lists. In fact, early in the count, I noticed it was on 14 of the 80 lists. Saxophonist Lakeisha Benjamin and her album called Phoenix includes Victor Gold on keyboards, E.J. Strickland drums, and Ivan Taylor on bass. Special guests in this track are Wallace Roney Jr. on trumpet and Sonia Sanchez reading her poem. It's called Blast, Lakeisha Benjamin. No. 
Keisha Benjamin from the highly rated Phoenix album. Not only critics like this one, but it's also been very popular on North American jazz radio stations, as were the Orrin Evans and Billy Childs albums I played before. That's unusual, as I find that most of the most highly revered albums by jazz experts tend to not make it onto jazz radio, even some that sound like they'd be popular in the mainstream, like this next one. From South London, England, drummer Yusuf Days, and an album called Black Classical Music. This track's called Marching Band, and it features Elijah Fox on keys and synthesizers, Vena on saxophone and backing vocals, Maxwell Hunter on bass, and vocals by Masego, Yusuf Days, D-A-Y-E-S. I got an idea. Feel free to make a better version of this. Source, of course. Source, of 
Masego on vocal from the past year's Black Classical Music album. You're listening to part one of the best of 2023 according to the experts. A lot of the albums selected by critics seem to fit the category of chamber or ambient jazz, where the sounds themselves are what stands out rather than specific melodies or harmonies. Much of this next album would fit that category, although this particular track might feel closer to what we call smooth jazz. It's Greg Fote and Gigi Masson, and an album called Dolphin. From that album, this is Viento Calido, translates as Warm Wind. Thank you. 
kind of feels like a warm wind, doesn't it? A collaboration between UK jazz pianist Greg Fote and an ambient electronic maestro from Venice, Gigi Masson. The album's called Dolphin, and that was Viento Calido. There's been a lot of what we often call world music in this year's best of lists. Here are Sissoko, Siegel, Periani, and Parisian from an album called Les Egares. This track's called Orient Express. <laughs> Thank you. 
Enrique Sissoko on koto, Vincent Siegel cello, Vincent Periani on accordion, and Emil Parisian soprano sax, a tune called Orient Express. Now for something really wild, an album I listened to in its entirety and found it intriguing. It's the Monica Rischer, R-I-S-C-H-E-R, big band, out of Germany, and the album is called Witchy Activities and the Big Death. It's described as a prog big band between math jazz, avant pop, and electronica, unquote. It has high energy, wild rhythms, interesting textures, Eastern European-sounding lyrical melodies. I love it. This track is called Witches Brew the Summoning.
Wow, that was a lot of fun. The Monica Richer Big Band from Witchy Activities and the Big Death. So, do you know what we've mostly been missing in this first part of this series on the best of 2023, according to experts? Jazz. I mean, the kind of jazz that comes to mind when you tell somebody that we're going to a jazz concert. So, let's have some straight-ahead post-bop. This is the Canadian Jazz Collective in an album called Septology, The Black Forest Session. The title, Black Forest Session, came about because of the album being recorded in MPS Studios in Villingen, Germany, right next to the Black Forest. Oscar Peterson was so impressed by the sound that studio generated that in the mid-60s, he started to make a series of recordings there, even though at the time he was still under contract to Verve Records. This is the Canadian Jazz Collective, formed by saxophonist Kirk MacDonald, trumpeter Derek Gardner, and the guitarist who played for quite a while with Oscar Peterson, Lorne Lofsky, with Neil Swainson on bass, Brian Dickinson piano, and drummer Bernd Reiter, and guest clarinetist Virginia MacDonald, Kirk's daughter. This is a Lorne Lofsky composition that he had recorded previously, influenced by Thelonious Monk's Well You Needn't, He calls this one Waltz You Needn't, the Canadian Jazz Collective.
from Toronto, the Canadian Jazz Collective, featuring solos by Kirk McDonald on sax, Derek Gardner on trumpet, Lauren Lofsky guitar, and Virginia McDonald clarinet. Waltz, you needn't. I have time for one more selection, and I love the latest Ricky Lee Jones album where she sings a bunch of standards using some uh, terrific jazz phrasing and uh, using some fine jazz-oriented players. This album, Pieces of Treasure, is actually the second jazz album that she's done amongst the many pop folk albums. Her previous one, Girl at Her Volcano, was released 40 years ago, and it's also quite impressive. With Rob Mouncey on piano, Russell Malone guitar, David Wong bass, Mark McLean on drums, Mark Dillon or Mike Dillon on vibraphone, and Ryan Roberts on oboe, a really terrific rendition of one of my favorite songs, Jimmy Van Heusen and Johnny Burke's "Here's That Rainy Day." This is Larry Sagman inviting you back next week for more of the best of 2023. Bye for now. Saved those leftover dreams. Funny, here's that rainy day. Here's that rainy day. They told me about. I laughed. At the thought that it might turn out this way And where is that worn out wish That I threw aside After it brought my love so